Washburn here. And that moment we've been waiting for has finally fucking arrived. Bossy Power Bottom Wear is now officially live on RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com for purchase. Bossy Power Bottom Wear. The gay lifestyle and clothing line that unapologetically describes what it means to live your best gay life and show others through your clothing that you bottom like a boss. Want to know more? Go to RonnieWashburn.com now. That's R-A-O-N-I. Washburn.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with bossy power bottom wear. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Wait, what? You want me to do 15 burpees? Oh, no. Oh, no, you don't understand. See, burpees and I, we don't get along. We don't even speak. That's not happening. Chances are, is that if you're following along with this show, you're probably getting so sick and tired with me recently, constantly, talking all about how I'm newly single and ready to mingle. (laughs) Well, guess what, bitches? That's not going anywhere at all. Just yet. I mean, think about it. I've been cozy in my relationship with my ex for the last two and a half years, which really is the entire lifespan of this show. So now that my mindset has completely shifted into an entirely different mindset, because... Well, now I'm single. Life has a different perspective, and my gay expose has shifted significantly. So one of the main things that I have to think about on a regular basis now that I'm single in San Francisco is the fact that I have to actually put a little bit more effort into keeping up with my body. Because after all, nobody wants to fuck someone who doesn't have a fit body. Am I wrong? (laughs) Oh, God. So sit back, relax, put on that condom or pop your prep pill. And let's ask the actual question. Why is gay culture, me, feeling like I have to lose weight before I walk in and renew my gym membership? now listening to My Gay Expose podcast, a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind. I'm Ronnie Washburn, a writer, LGBTQ plus community activist, and podcast host who's based out of San Francisco, California.
Washburn here, and welcome back to My Gay Expose podcast. And on this week's episode, you know, you might be asking yourself, what's going on here? You're actually talking about an insecurity. You're actually one of the most outgoing, boisterous, and unapologetic and confident individuals that I've ever heard on any podcast show. Well, you're absolutely right, but here's the thing. Part of the dynamic of this show is the fact that even though I am probably one of the most confident individuals that I know, almost to a fault, there are still things that I deal with in my own life that I struggle with that are considered to be insecurities. And I have always struggled big time with body dysmorphia, not ever feeling like my body is where it should be, fitness, looking good, all of it. And the idea of actually going back into the fucking gay gym in the Castro where everybody is an complete and entire, uh, like, self-centered fucking meathead in the gym. All of my crazy insecurities about fitness, not knowing whether I'm doing any of the exercises right, are all resurfacing and re-emerging in my mind. So we're going to go into all the things that now that I'm sitting here single and ready to mingle that I need to work on and uh, just jump in just like your dad throws you into the pool and says, this is how you learn how to swim when you're six years old. And that's exactly what I have to fucking do. And I'm just going to put on my fake confident face and hold my head up high and hope that I don't fall off the fucking treadmill. (laughs) Oh, God, I am so dreading this. But first, before we sign on the dotted line to that contract for the gym, which basically means that if I'm paying for it every single fucking month, that means I have to go at least four times a week, right? First, let's hop into this week's re- Expose. Welcome to this week's re-expose, the segment in which I take the time to reassess, re-examine, re-explain, restart over, or just re-say shit that I said in past episodes that either you didn't fully understand. I didn't fully understand. Or once I re-listened through for an edit, I was like, ugh, fuck. What the fuck was I (laughs) trying to say there? Ugh, that was a mess. That definitely merits a re-expose. Oh, you guys, it never fails. (laughs) Okay, listen. I'm getting so much shit for the past couple of episodes in regards to talking about going on dates very shortly after a breakup. And listen, I'm just acknowledging that that's who I am and what I do. Whether I intend to do it or not, it's a thing. It happens. And I just don't even know how I get to that place. Like, I honestly just start chatting with people on some of the apps and Like, for example, yesterday I was chatting with this one specific guy that I've been chatting with for a couple of weeks. And up to this point, the conversation's been super casual. 
But then last night he was like, how would you like to just hang out sometime? And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. Like, And here we go. And it just like that, it suddenly turns into potentially just hanging out. But that's how I get myself into this shit. So it's never like, uh, just to clarify, that I ever seek it out specifically to immediately just start dating once again. It just kind of happens that way. I mean, you guys have been there, right? You know how this goes. You go on Grinder, you start chatting with a guy, and he doesn't necessarily want to, like, have sex right away sometimes. Yes, I know this is a fucking thing. Every once in a while, you run into a guy like this, and then you find yourself, like, having sushi with him, and you're like, oh, holy shit, am I on a fucking date? Uh, it's definitely like the story of my fucking life for sure. And honestly, one of the biggest ways that I just end up right back into a relationship right after I left the one before. And I think I kind of touched on this last week as well. One of my boyfriends from my past, his name was E. I actually just went over to his place just to hook up. And then the next thing you know, after we're finished having sex, we're like laying there in the afterglow. And suddenly the conversation sort of takes a left turn. And the next thing I know is I have a boyfriend and we were together for nine fucking months, literally like two weeks after I had broken up with the boyfriend before. And, you know, again, mentioned it before, after the first boyfriend, I'm in the a par- apartment complex that we shared together while he's home in the parking lot with a new guy in his car making out with him. It's, it's just, it's just my pattern. And listen, I wasn't endorsing this and I wasn't saying that this is something that any of you should do. It's like saying that I have like a drinking problem or some shit. It's like acknowledging that I psychologically do something repetitively that whether or not I mean to it just sort of happens and it's just me and you know I'm just living my life and trying to figure out this entire (laughs) journey so fuck off all of you judgmental bitches for trying to call me out and saying that I should calm down and just like sit there and dwell on my breakup because I'm not going to sit there and feel sorry for my fucking self. I'm going to go out and have a fucking good time. And if you don't like it, then oh well. <laughs> oh, okay. And so now let's get into the big piece of information that was dropped last week that I feel needs to be addressed now. So let me explain just a little bit further because I feel like this got a little bit misinterpreted based on some of the comments, questions, and concerns received by you, the listeners, after last week's episode. So when I reference what I mean by it, you know, dating in my future being just a little bit more difficult to maneuver through, that's exactly what I mean, maneuver through. I didn't mean that it's harder for me to date now because of the show. I just meant that it's harder for me to figure out. And there's a couple of different reasons why specifically. There's two different, actually. (laughs) One is that this show is so in your face, so loud, so boisterous, so explicit, so just, I don't give a fuck. I am myself. I talk about whatever the fuck I actually want, regardless. And that really is just my personality. 
And in the past before the show, in regards to what it meant for me to date someone, I've kind of honestly always been this way. But like you start dating somebody and you sort of like slowly pull that part into the dynamic of the relationship, right? (laughs) It's like you trick them into being all sweet, cutesy and whatever at first. And then as they start to get to know you, then they realize like, holy fuck, this guy talks a lot. He has a whole hell of a lot to say. And he is so comfortable talking about dirty butt sex. Like what, what the fuck? Who is this guy? So that's the actual thing. And now with the show, because it's getting so much attention and it is huge and blowing up and heading into the direction of really big change. And I'll go into all of that just a little bit later on next week. Now people just know full full circle firsthand when they start chatting with me on any one of the apps because this show is linked to like all my socials, all my apps, all my everything. Like, you can't go anywhere Ronnie Washburn related without running into this fucking show. Like, even Googling my name, any of it, it's all there. And honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm enjoying the ride, but when it comes to dating, there's people who can't quite take that big, boisterous, and bold personality right from the (laughs) get-go. I can't really trick them into falling for me anymore and then being my one true self. It's not working that way anymore. So there's the scenario number one. And then there's scenario number two, that because the show is getting so fucking successful and is blowing up and is moving forward into the direction of God only knows what's next, then you get those people who basically just want to sleep their way up the ladder, so to speak, quote unquote, which is what I like to refer to it as, where they figure out that you're actually somebody. And then they want to just fucking date you because they think or don't understand that you're actually just recording your show in your closet and making little to no money off of it at this current moment. (laughs) They like actually think you're a bigger deal than what you actually are, which is exactly the case right here in this moment. But here's the thing, like, I know shit's going to get big eventually, but in the meantime, I'm not going to sit here and like date some superficial bitch just because they think that someday I'm going to be rich and fucking famous because I will be, but that's neither here nor there. I need someone down to earth. So basically, long story short, what all of this means is that I have to actually land someone before I get there because because after that, I don't have a whole hell of a lot of time left to get the actual good person that I need in my life to actually keep me grounded. I will not be with anyone else who outshines me. That's for sure. So I hope that was a little bit more, I don't know, more of a hot mess and probably makes a little bit less sense than it did before. But there it is, folks. That is the reason why. Ronnie Washburn is definitely going to have a little bit harder of a time with dating moving forward. So before we actually get on that machine at the gym, thinking it's like a leg press, but suddenly realizing that it doesn't really look like it is, but you don't really know what it is, but the gym's full and everybody's watching you and you're pretending so hard that you actually know what you're doing, 
but you're really just trying to figure out what the fuck this actual machine is. Uh, first, let's hop into this week's Hot Gay Goss Expose. Welcome to this week's Hot Gay Goss Expose, where we try and find topics of conversation that one might find relevant and or pertinent to today's gay society. Or just shit that I want to talk about because it's my show. And this week, I am so excited, you guys. So before I go into this, here's the thing. So just as a full-on fucking disclaimer, I actually had to record like three or f- three and a half-ish episodes like back-to-back within a week and a half of time because Thanksgiving's coming up and I'm going away for the week and I'm not going to have any time while I'm gone to do anything in regards to the show. So therefore, so we don't have any interruptions in regards to the weekly pattern, I like recorded a bunch of episodes all at once, but like, so because this, the news like world is like sort of going in the way that it's going, this information will be old news. Well, in this current moment, as of the time of this specific recording, it's brand new news, but oh my God, you guys, Britney Spears is officially free from the conservatorship effective immediately. And this bitch is not taking any time to like recoup from it. She is just taken to Instagram and unleashing the fucking fury on her family and all the people who are involved. But here's the crazy part about the entire thing. She's not like doing any sort of a tell all at all. She's kind of like saying certain things that totally gets our attention, but like making them as vague as possible so that we're like just all somehow still interested in all the fucking things that happened over the course of the last like 13 years of her life. And all eyes are fucking on her now. She is specifically calling out her family, her mother in specific. I think there was an article that was released last week where she basically said, or at least the article probably was just covering like her Instagram post, but it was saying like my quote, church going mother, unquote, should be in jail for all the things that she did to me during this conservatorship. And I'm going to be honest, I saw this shit years ago. <laughs> I mean, wasn't Jamie, uh, not Jamie Spears, um, Lynn Spears, like specifically like put into that stereotype years ago as that stereotypical mom that really just wanted her daughter to succeed just so that she could live a cozy and comfortable life. I think so. She definitely had that reputation long before there was any Kris Jenner. (laughs) But like, oh my God, you guys, this shit is getting so fucking real. And you know what? Good for you, Brittany. I'm so happy for you. But here's the thing. In a recent Instagram post, she basically said that she re- like she considers the Free Britney movement to be solely responsible for saving, quote, her life, unquote, which I get and I understand. And honestly, the Free Britney movement did really bring all of this shit to light. But there were three specific documentaries that were covered without Britney's permission. And 
debuted on Hulu, Netflix, and I think their other one was on YouTube or some shit like that. But like, I personally feel that those documentaries that were based solely on all the ins and outs of what was going on in the conservatorship were more responsible for bringing awareness to all of us than any of this free Britney movement. Because like, let's just be real. They were being mocked pretty profusely. I mean, listen, I wanted the girl to get her freedom just as much as anybody else. But like, like getting in an outfit, making a poster and chanting in front of the courthouse. It's probably not my personal cup of tea. But Brittany kind of publicly mocked each one of the documentaries saying that she didn't agree with some of the things that were being said throughout them. But like, you guys, listen, those documentaries are honestly the reason why she is free right now in this moment. Let's just face facts. But whatever. She doesn't believe it. That's her prerogative. (laughs) No pun intended. Moving on. So in correspondence to what I just said prior in the notion of me actually recording this so before, like so much before it's actually going to be debuted on the show, I actually revamped, relaunched, and redid RonnieWashburn.com. And it is now live and visible to the world in all its fucking glory. And you guys, this has been a little bit of a hurdle, having a falling out with my graphic designer, having all of my old designs stripped from me, going through the motions of interviewing multiple designers that I just didn't like, didn't feel, couldn't, I just, one specifically sent me so many different designs and I just hated all of them. It was just so hard to kind of figure out that entire process. But so what I did, believe it or not, is I actually took like three solid days back to back by myself and I fucking went on that internet format, which I won't say the name of because <laughs> I, because I'm not, they're not paying me. So I ain't saying shit of, in regards to who is hosting RonnieWashburn.com. But I figured that shit out on my own. It took me three fucking days and a whole hell of a lot of Googling on how to do certain things. But you guys, I'm so fucking proud of the end result. And honestly, I felt like it was a little too flashy in the beginning. And I just wanted it to be just a little bit more simple, direct, blunt, to the point, just like me, my brand, and my personality. So if you haven't checked it out yet, by all means, go to RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com. And you'll get all the updated information on any and all things that you need to know about me, Ronnie Washburn. So before we get my gay expose that just so happens to have a, uh, fuck, I have to go back to the gym once again, themed undertone. First, let's get your gay expose. And this week, the question was asked to a few of my friends, as well as you, the listeners. What is your biggest insecurity 
about going to the gym? And how do you overcome said security while at the gym? So let's get all of those answers now. Michael says, I'd say my biggest gym insecurity is seeing the exact same people working out every day and watching them do different things all the time and thinking to myself, do you think that they know that I'm doing the exact same thing each and every time I come in? This is so fucking me. (laughs) Jeremy says, sometimes I feel like my form is off when I do certain exercises. And I just don't want to be viewed as that person who thinks that they know what they're doing when they definitely have no fucking clue if it's right or if it's not. Dorinda says, my biggest gym insecurity would have to be feeling too fat. Seeing people that I used to know when I was skinnier and in shape and now I've gained weight and feel fat. The only way that I can overcome this is to keep working out and to be the best version of who I am now. Holy shit, girl. This is like motivational speaker bullshit. This is exactly what I am trying to do in my mind to get myself to get back into that goddamn gym. It's so hard. Ben says... I'd say for me, it's actually trying to keep up with what I observe everybody else doing in the weight department. I try to keep up, but every time I put that extra weight on the bench press, I find myself not being able to actually finish the sets that I intend to. And one specific time, I actually did one of those Scenarios where the bar went down and I couldn't get it back up and a guy from across the gym ran over to help me out. And it just so happened to be a guy that I was secretly checking out from afar before that moment. It was so embarrassing. Mark says, I say my biggest gym insecurity is the fact that no matter how many times I go to the gym each and every time, each and every week. I still somehow find out that everyone around me seems to be in far better shape than I am. And I'm just like, what the fuck am I actually spending all this time here for if I don't look like that guy? Jesse says, one time I actually took a misstep on the treadmill and completely flipped around and fell on my back behind the treadmill in a full packed gym. And Ever since then, I have like a little case of PTSD each and every time I decide that I'm going to do the treadmill once again. But you should know that I will never make that mistake ever again. I pay just a little too much attention to where my feet fly on the belt. Peter says, sometimes I go to the gym just to go into the locker rooms and fuck around with other Guys, not to actually go to the gym for the gym, but to go to the gym for the other type of workout. (laughs) 
And this is actually super normal for gay San Francisco. If you don't live in San Francisco, you definitely know that any of the Castro gyms are pretty much an open, free-for-all orgy. It's just a way of living here. And normal. Farden says, as follows. And just as a side note before I read his answer, this is my friend that I met in 2018 while on a two-hour-long boat ride from the Phi Islands in Thailand all the way to Phuket, Thailand. And we just like hit it off and have just been friendly ever since and check in with each other on a regular basis. And it's so interesting to have somebody who is from Bangladesh and just get their different perspective on like life and their world in comparison to your own. It's really very humbling. (laughs) Okay, but anyway, he said as follows. I feel like other people have a better body than me, so I feel all sorts of shame. Everyone is going to look silly when they can't even raise 40 kilograms. What the fuck is 40 kilograms? So clearly this person doesn't use United States metrics. (laughs) It goes 40 kilograms. Uh, I, I, hey Siri, what's 40? <laughs> Aaron says, I'm a skinny guy and have a smaller frame. So therefore, when I try to lift weights, I look around and see everybody else doing almost double. And I'm so embarrassed to actually put the amount of weights that I'm doing on the bench press. Paul says, I'd say my biggest gym insecurity is the fact that I walk into the gym every day wearing Target workout gear and just hoping that that guy across the room wearing the Lululemons doesn't notice. Justin says, my biggest gym insecurity is the fact that I actually have to shower because the only time I can go to the gym is before work and I have to go straight to work following But I just so happen to be a grower and not a shower. So therefore, in my specific gym, it's pretty open. Everybody sees everybody in the shower situation. And I'm not ever feeling like I can just go in, get cleaned up and leave. And I find myself rushing through it each and every time with my back to the majority of everybody else. Dan says, one time I was doing the squat machine and this random guy just so happened to walk over and tell me how I was doing everything wrong and tried to give me tips on how to fix my form. And ever since then, I question every single machine that I do and continuously look around and see who's watching and who might be coming over next to tell me how much I'm butchering that exercise. Kyle says, I absolutely dread and hate going to the gym for so many reasons. But if you're gay and you live in San Francisco, you have to go to the gym because if you don't, then you're not getting laid. (laughs) This is San Francisco mindset if I've ever fucking heard it. Ugh, it's the sad, sad, sad truth. Abraham says, In the mornings, my hair 
is a hot ass mess. But I overcame that by just simply wearing a baseball cap. Anthony said, I don't really have any insecurities about the gym. I actually love going to the gym. But honestly, I probably should have some and I might just be oblivious to my confidence in the gym. <laughs> Dude, this bitch, I can't with her. <laughs> Neil says, once I tried to take a body combat class at the gym and it was the most humiliating and embarrassing thing because I was just a little off, a little behind, and I couldn't quite land each and every move. And I ended up just walking out of the class and I was like kind of in the front. It was such a terrible and awful experience that I don't think I can ever bring myself to doing any sort of unknown class in a gym ever again. Michael number two says finding the right type of gym attire and wearing the shorts that work the best when it comes to tucking my spare tire around my waist in the band and hoping that everybody thinks that I'm as skinny as as many times as I've been to the gym in the last month. Nico said, my actual insecurity is actually going to the gym and how I overcome that is not going to the gym. <laughs> Sergio says, I'm not currently going to the gym. Kevin says, I actually really enjoy going to the gym, but sometimes I feel a little insecure because I'm not quite sure if I'm doing certain things correctly and know that there are other people around watching me and probably judging me. <laughs> okay, so this is my problem, except for it's not certain things. It's like fucking everything. <laughs> oh, God. Robert says, clothes. I never really know what to wear. <laughs> this actually, I kind of understand because it's not so much that I don't know what to wear. It's just that I kind of want to wear some of the similar same things. And sometimes, especially when you go to a gay gym where everybody's fucking judging the actual fuck out of you, you don't want to repeat outfits, even if they're just gym clothes. Am I wrong? <laughs> Lisa says, farting and making sex faces while working out at the gym. <laughs> Porter says, Going to the gym for me is like actually going on stage in front of a huge audience and forgetting every single one of your lines. And as usual, all of these answers are just one big, giant, clusterfuck of really just all over the place this week. And I have to say, I feel a little bit relieved that I'm not the only one that has insecurities while going in to the gym. And I want to thank each and every one of you for being as vulnerable as you were this week, especially the individual who, by the way, I don't actually know, who said that they're a grower and not a shower. Because <laughs> that takes a lot of balls to expose. 
But don't worry if you didn't get your answer read this week. Just continue to follow on Instagram at Exposing My Gay. And just remember, the more funny the answer, the more likely you'll be read live on the show. And now, let's hop into my gay expose that just so happens to have a why the actual fuck do I have to lose 8 to 10 pounds before I can go in to the gay gym? Themed undertone. So on the cusp of me actually breaking things off with my now ex, like literally like weeks later, my roommate came home with like one of those fucking fancy ass scales, you know, the kind that has like the little wiring and like a bar that you hold with your hands and you have to put your fingers in the right place on the bar. And there's an app that plugs into your phone and it legitimately tells you every single fucking thing that you need to know about your body fat, percentages, water retention, like all the different dimensions of everything that you need to know about your body in regards to health, fitness. And it's so fucking beyond thorough, I couldn't even deal. But my roommate actually talked me into standing on the scale and actually taking the measurements for myself. And before I reveal what was said, in these results. I have to say that the few weeks leading up till, because I've been single, I've been working extra hard at diet, exercise, etc., trying my very best to get as fit as possible. And honestly, I've legitimately, no joke, lost about eight pounds. So I get on this fucking scale and have it take my measurements and all the bullshit, and my roommate shows me all the different things that are occurring, and I really won't bore you with all the, like, detailed pieces of information that you probably shouldn't know anyway. (laughs) But the one part that stuck out to me the most that really just kind of fucked me over in the mind was the fact that when it, in fact, that, was that, that I'm fat. (laughs) Oh, no. So when it came down to classifying, like, my body type based on like how tall I am, all of the things, etc. It classified me as obese. <laughs> oh my God, you have no fucking clue how this fucked me up in the mind in such a fucking crazy way. Even after all the things in my life that I've overcome and just put behind me and just jumped in in full on confidence in my everyday way of life. Looking at that fucking iPhone screen telling me that I'm considered to be obese was the biggest mindfuck of all time. Like, and I looked up at my roommate and I like told him, wait, hold on. It's fucking 8 a.m. I haven't taken a shit yet. I just had two cups of coffee and a muffin because I had to take some medication that required food in my system can I start over in a couple of hours? (laughs) Oh, God. There is nothing worse than a fucking scale telling you all the things that you just don't 
want to see or hear. Ugh, okay, so here we go. Back at it once again. I'm not gonna lie, when I get comfortable in a relationship, which is basically what I have been doing over the course of the last two and a half fucking years, and when you had a partner who basically just didn't really care about what you looked like, and you just kind of let yourself go a little bit, (laughs) and know that when you order a cheeseburger and fries, you're going to walk away from that restaurant with a happy smile on your face and a full belly. But also know that you're probably going to wake up the next day feeling all sorts of shame and regret. But who the fuck cares? Because you're with somebody, right? Well, that's no more. Now, I actually have to actually kind of fucking put a little bit of effort into my body, my fitness. I have to actually watch what I eat. What the fuck? Why do I put myself through this fucking shit? Like, I don't even want to. Like, this is the actual last thing on my list that I even remotely want to touch. But here I am acknowledging to you and the world that this is legitimately on my number one list of priorities to get my body back to the way that it once was. And just as a disclaimer, I'm not by any means, overweight or fat or anything to that nature. I'm just a little too hard on myself and I'm a little like soft right now. (laughs) Let's just say my abs have been hibernating for the last two and a half years and it's now time for them to come out. Uh, So what do I do? How do I do this? What am I going to put myself through to get to a place where I get that hot body back again and I start feeling confident not only in myself but also fully in my appearance well we start with the gym oh god the gym and not just the gym in the Castro district of San Francisco it's the actual gay gym and let me tell you all the reasons why I'm dreading this so much So the only gym now because of COVID (laughs) that is close to me and remotely even one that I would consider to go to because if I went to any other gym in the city, I would have to actually like take a bus to get to it. And who's got time for that fucking shit? Is the Fitness SF in the Castro District of San Francisco, otherwise known as Cruising Central like Meathead Central, and pretty much any and all guys. Okay, put it this way. When you walk in, all you see is like you walked into any one of the LA gyms. Everybody's perfect. Everybody's immaculate body is there. You basically instantly just get slapped in the face with all sorts of inadequacies and insecurities in your mind. And you honestly just focus on that the entire time you do a workout versus actually just focusing on your fucking workout. It's a sad truth, but to be honest with you, it's a real way of living here in the city. Listen, this is my personal perspective. Here in San Francisco, the gay community is basically divided into two parts. Those who are completely and entirely superficial and LA-esque. I'm not going to say they're like LA people because they're definitely not. They're very wannabe 
ish. But they're definitely those who consider themselves or carry themselves to be in that mindset. And then there's those who just don't give a shit. <laughs> Otherwise known as slightly unattractive individuals or really open-minded and honest individuals who just don't give a fuck. And honestly, that's where my mind is for the most part. But honestly, I do have to say this and kind of openly admit this out loud. Even in my past two and a half year relationship, I've always been on that next constant quest to find some way to get my body back into shape. Because honestly, whenever it is, I feel better about myself mentally. And it's just been on again, off again so much. It's just time for me to officially force myself to possibly pay way too much money just to ensure that I get this shit together. And I'm just fucked up enough in the head to go through the motions of doing that shit. And why not do it now? Because after all, <laughs> I'm single and ready to mingle. And you know, honestly, in all transparency, I am so confident as an individual I command any crowd. I really just am so outspoken, really pride myself on being able to carry a conversation with anyone, anytime, anywhere, and you're going to get a little taste of that on Running Your Mouth with Ronnie, coming your way on Tuesday, 2 22 <laughs> How to get my shameless plug in. But honestly, I am such a confident individual. But the one area in my life I feel that I lack in confidence is the fucking gym. And if you listen to the In San Francisco, The Gym is Gay Church episode, like mid-season one, you know that I definitely just don't know what the fuck I'm doing in regards to any of the weightlifting situations. And I'm honestly... I just recently had like a, a consultation with a friend of mine who is a personal trainer here in the city. And I mean, I'm going to be honest, he's not so much a good friend as he is just a, you know, random acquaintance that I've known for the over the course of the last like at least three plus years. But like, he's really expensive. And I just can't bring myself to spending that much money I just can't. I just can't. It's like, I'd rather just go to the gym and fumble through trying to figure it out on my own <laughs> and just fucking pay $90 a month versus the quadruple in pricing that I would have to pay with a personal trainer here in the city. And uh, I just, I just can't do it. It's just far too much money. I just, I just can't. <laughs> so I'm like exploring the idea of getting a gym membership again. But here's the thing, because all the superficial muscle jocks frequent this specific gym and it literally is the one place known in the city for being just that. I feel like I have to actually fucking lose weight before I actually renew my gym membership. Like as, <laughs> and as absurd as that fucking sounds, it's the harsh truth that I'm facing right here in this moment. Uh, so I've basically been significantly cutting back on eating 
like just the amount of times that I eat each day. I'm really watching what I'm eating a whole hell of a lot more. I'm trying to get back out there and run a little bit more often than I was before, even though I was pretty much running like two to three times a week by like five miles each. Now I'm trying to do it at least four times a week and kind of stretch that out to seven to eight-ish miles per session. But we'll see how all that shit plays itself out. And I've I've already kind of dropped a significant amount of weight since I started a couple of weeks ago, which just means that my body is just like fucking screaming (laughs) for... Uh, for me to do this, which basically means that I've been a lazy fuck for the last two and a half fucking years. So there you have it, folks. Ugh, God. I'm just not looking forward to this at all whatsoever. So once upon a time before I moved to San Francisco, and this just kind of shows you how fucking frugal I am, I had this weird deal that I got through 24 hour fitness. Like one of my friends like sent me a text and was like, Oh, Hey, you know, like 24 hour, they're doing this thing that if you sign up online between this hour and this hour, it was like some random day. It was like a Tuesday between 6 PM and 8 PM or some shit like that. Then you get like locked into this like $30 a month deal. And it's valid at any of the gyms all over the fucking country. So pretty much anywhere I went, I could go to any 24-hour and basically just work out for $30 a month, which was totally a steal. So long story short, this whole thing happened. And what I didn't realize that they had this like annual fee where they basically charged me like $100 annually. And of course, it was in the fucking fine print. And when one day I got the $30 deducted out of my bank account and then suddenly realized that this time it was $130, I threw a huge bitch fit to 24. And for sheer principle, I withdrew my membership and basically told them to go fuck themselves. But what I didn't realize was that I was actually fucking myself because gym memberships in San Francisco are minimum of $75 a month. And that is minimum. And that is, I'd have to take a fucking bus for 30 minutes just to get to this specific tiny ass gym that offers everything super minimal. And it would be $75 a month. So basically what we're looking at is an average of between 90 to 120 a month. And I honestly just can't believe that people actually expect us to pay $120 a month for a goddamn gym. But I have to. I'm doing it. It's it's time. I'm going in. And honestly, when I force myself to, I mean, paying each month forces my mindset to actually use what I'm paying for. Uh, so I just have to do it. But that just goes to show you why you shouldn't be a hothead all of the time. <laughs> so I fucked myself out of... but fun fact after COVID 24 hour we used to have like six 24 hour fitnesses in the city and now they close them all and there's legit just one and it's way far from me so I would have had to give up that membership anyways at this point so I'm just swallowing my pride paying way too much money for a gym membership and going into an environment where I potentially am going to be doing weightlifting situations while all the other gays 
look at me and probably think to themselves, what the fuck is this motherfucker thinking? (laughs) Oh, God. So part of the insecurity that I have when in regards to going to the gym and probably part of the reason why I wanted to do the personal training thing in the first place is the fact that I just don't really fucking know what I'm doing, A, and B, I'm hella feminine, so when I sit there and I go over to, like, the fucking dumbbell station, for example, and I watch that meathead jock fucking doing his sets with his serious face on, I I always call it, like, the gym serious face. (laughs) You know how, like, when you go to the gym and that guy's just so fucking hardcore, you just see it written all over his face? That shit drives me fucking crazy. But it's just like, I just, you know, I'm just here to like try and do my thing. But I always like put myself in a situation where I have to like scope out the gym area, make sure there's not a whole hell of a lot of people. And then when I think that there's not very many people in the gym, I run over, I go grab my dumbbells and very femininely (laughs) uh, do my fucking like sets. And I know, I know that I'm not probably not doing any of the shit that I do in regards to weights, right? At all whatsoever. So if any of you go to the San Francisco Fitness SF (laughs) and you just so happen to see me there, by all means, just look the other way and run because chances are you're about to walk into one of the biggest hot messes in the gym of all time. And I'm really just being super hard on myself. I do know the basics. So I pretty much could figure it out, maneuver through, uh, get a little comfortable, I guess. I, I just don't know. Like, I just am so not looking forward to it. But it's something I know that I have to do. Uh, and I have several friends that go. So hopefully I can potentially have like a gym buddy who one specific friend possibly could help me out a little bit and maybe show me how to not look like the biggest freak of nature at the gym. And hopefully this won't (laughs) be a fucking disaster, but who knows? Gym life is actually, even though I'm mortified and terrified and just don't want to do it, I'm actually excited to get back in, get this body back into shape. And who the fuck knows what I'll learn how easy it will become and hopefully I can facilitate this in my regular everyday scheduled routine and somehow end up landing a man (laughs) get into a relationship and then just not care anymore not go to the gym and just go back to the way I was like a month ago listen For those of you who are judging me for actually going through the motions of doing whatever I need to do, regardless of how healthy or unhealthy it is, to get my body back into shape, well, chances are you're probably right for judging me, (laughs) and you probably should be, but also, this is how I've always fucking been. I always fall for this kind of stupid shit. Like, for each and every one of the gay festivals or Halloween, or whatever it is, I do whatever it takes to quickly lose a bunch of weight so that I can fit into the sluttiest costume for whatever that event might be. And I mean, I've done everything from crash diets to diet pills to fucked up, like, 
workout regimens to a place where my body's just in so much seething pain. I've done it fucking all. And the one thing, you guys, that works the most is just diet and exercise on a regular basis. It took fucking almost 20 years of fucked up body dysmorphic mindset and all sorts of failed attempts at doing so quickly to realize that the only thing that actually works is the thing that you're actually supposed to be doing the whole time. So that's why I've decided to do that this time. No more master cleanse before each and every festival where I only eat grade B maple syrup, lemon juice, and cayenne pepper mixed together and like starve myself and put my body through starvation mode while I'm sustained by the lemon juice, cayenne pepper, and grape bee maple syrup all together and really just find myself so miserable and just looking at that sandwich that is sitting in front of me as I'm at lunch with a friend and just giving anything to just have one fucking bite of that sandwich. And I don't even fucking like corned beef. <laughs> That's what it's like. So... I've put my body through the ringer in the past. So it's now time to get my life back together fully because after all, just in case you weren't aware, I'm officially single and ready to mingle. And that I will do very soon and kind of already been doing. <laughs> So what do we learn today, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, gays and straights, tops or bottoms, gender fluid and non-binary, transgender and questioning? Well, I'd like to think we learned a whole hell of a lot. Well, we learned that I'm still struggling with specific insecurities. Being single isn't always what it's cracked up to be because you just suddenly get swamped with all sorts of insecurities that you thought that you had laid to rest while in your cozy relationship of two and a half years. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. We learned that I, even though I am one of the most confident individuals that I know, still struggle with this entire notion of knowing that I'm going to be judged on a regular basis in regards to my gym performance alone. And you know how the gays can be. They're pretty fucking relentless. And honestly, I really just don't give two flying fucks. But at the same time, I do. I definitely don't want to be that guy in the showers that's like viewed as the one who just doesn't have a clue, which is kind of where I feel like I am right now. <laughs> and with that, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple podcasts and give me a fucking five star rating follow on spotify and don't forget to turn on those notifications so that you can catch win of each and every episode of my gay expose podcast right when it drops follow on instagram at exposing my gay and take a look at my newly revamped 2.0 version of my website ronniewashburn.com that's R-A-O-N-I, washburn.com. 
and get any and all things that you need to know in regards to Ronnie Washburn. And don't forget to join us next week for another messy, salacious, and relatable episode with me exposing my gay. I'm Ronnie Washburn, and I will spot you in the gym next time.